Hey guys, welcome to Fireside Conversations. Uh, this is a new podcast that we're doing. I'm Connor. I'm the, the worship leader at Fireside Church. And here with me, I have... <laughs> I'm Andy uh, Bauer. And I'm Kate Bauer. Yeah, and we're, uh, we're really excited to do this. We're all new to podcasting. We've, we've had our, our sermons and messages up as a podcast. Um, but this is the first time any of us have ever done a podcast like this. So <laughs> bear with us. But yeah, we wanted to start this uh, just as a way to um, have more communication with the church. Mm. I think the season we're coming out of, a lot of people are feel a lot of people feel out of the loop. Yeah. And we wanted just a place um, to kind of get people back into the loop. So the, the three kind of purposes of this podcast are for us to talk about um, our vision as a church, to go deeper into some of our sermon topics, and then there are certain topics that we just find are better suited with a conversation than a statement or a message. And as I'm talking, I apologize, there's some, some yard work going on <laughs> across the street. We're outside, we're right next to... Wow, this is really loud. All right. Well, we have some some noise going on. Hopefully, it doesn't get too bad again. Uh, but we're we're outside. We're at the Bowers house. Yep. We're right next to the famous shed, which is always much smaller than people. <laughs> I think some people think it's some really glamorous shed from it's the video. Pretty disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, we're in the middle of uh, our new patio set, which we like made this Ellie garden. So we're sitting in the middle of that right now, and it's like a beautiful day, actually. It's like 90 degrees. Well, it should be 90 degrees at some point today. Yeah, it's great out. So, Fireside Conversations. That's, yes. That's the name of uh, the podcast. And, uh, Kate, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of what you're excited about with this podcast what you're hoping this yeah podcast is. i feel like well for one we've had so many conversations the three of us that mm-hmm. were like ah oh, we this would be great to just have a bigger conversation about and so many of the things that are part of our vision or what we're trying to do it's really hard to articulate them in like an instagram slide or like a word document and there's so many layers to it and um, kind of the history behind it. So I feel like it's just good to be able to give some context to wh- what we've been thinking about and what we think God is leading us towards. And I just think it's, yeah, and I think it's good to be able to talk through some of this stuff. Yeah, sermons are meant to, I think, <clears throat> encourage and to share the Word of God. Um, but there's so much about church of, you know, what our philosophy is, what does God place on our heart as leaders that we hope for Fireside to be, that a Sunday morning sermon just doesn't do justice. And that's not always the purpose of that. Um, we also live in a world that is so polarizing and things deserve conversations. Yeah. So for instance, right now, if you say the word mask or vaccine, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost you like a personal question where people have many thoughts and feelings and emotions about. Um, and there are other keywords like that in the church world um, that have similar feelings. And so we just feel like those things, those topics, those hot topics 
deserve more than a statement, but a conversation. Mm. And so this podcast is hopefully to provide some conversations based around the context of the convictions that we have as a church and the vision of our church as Fireside. Because uh, we planted Fireside uh, for a purpose with a specific vision, and we are excited to share that with everyone. Mm. As you say that, it, it makes me think about even the way that, that God chose to to make the Bible. When you try to figure out what the Bible thinks about a certain topic, it's not just this cut and dry, Mm -hmm. yes this, no this, 90% of the time, it's this kind of conversation through the different books in the Bible, um, kind of looking at different sides of things. And Jesus was a genius in how he taught. He would give us these parables, which are timeless, because I think we live in a in a society, in a culture where we want, like, tell me what to do and not to do. Mm-hmm. And Jesus would give an overarching, hey, I want you to follow me. And here's what it's like. It's like a garden. It's like a, a farmer sowing seeds. Mm-hmm. But then you take it closer because then it said when the crowds left, he told his disciples, all right, come here, guys. I want to explain this to you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like this is kind of that explanation. Mm-hmm. You know, like we may put something out there that we want to be uh contributors not just consumers that you know we want to believe we want to belong before we believe and people like okay that's good and then now it's like all right come to our podcast (laughs) and we want to give you a little bit of a more of a discussion of what this really means and how we can practically play that out in the life of fireside yeah i think that's so good because you know these days especially with you know kids in our service or being outside where our our messages are usually 20 25 minutes which is great and is enough time for some encouragement and and hearing the gospel but to really kind of get people in the loop and and for people to know hey where are we going as a church Mm -hmm. what does our church think about this what did you mean when you said that yeah um so yeah so we're we're really excited for this platform being able to be that um with that being said, let's talk a little bit about where we have been as a church in the past year. I think it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I feel like that's all anyone's talking about. But uh, let's kind of give a recap of Fireside, what we've been up to over the last year. Because I think with things changing so fast... It feels like, I mean, COVID started a little over a year ago, but it feels like 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. I think it's easy to kind of forget, like, mm. kind of what our our evolution as a church through this time. Mm. So, and if you want to kind of give, like, that recap. Yeah, we were, I, I don't know about you, but a lot of us are feeling very weary and discouraged, mm. feeling defeated. And I think when COVID first hit, you know, our church, we were, our Sunday gatherings were inside uh, we we were humming along, I think, and then we were forced to not gather. And one of the things that we really value as a church are connectivity and gatherings, that so we want to be a relational church. So when we can't do that in person, that really takes a hit on the church. And so I think in the beginning, Kate and I were like, all right, let's get excited. What is God doing in the midst of this? Mm-hmm. And all right, we're going to go online and God's going to reach so many people and we're going to do all these things. And I remember we had like a guy Zoom call one night and a woman Zoom call and Kate and I preached together, which was 
good, but caused a lot of stress <laughs> on our marriage. <laughs> um, but we were humming along, and the word, you know, um, patience, it comes to lying, because uh, the Greek word for patience actually is literally mean long-suffering. Mm. I think as human beings, we are very okay with short sufferings, right? Like if you hurt your body and it's like one and done, okay. But mm-hmm. these nagging injuries that I'm feeling as I'm getting older is like that, there comes a point, a breaking point where you're just like, I've had it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with COVID, that breaking point came like months ago where people are like, I had it. Um, nothing had yeah. changed in the world. Like COVID was still, you know, out there, still doing bad things. But yet people were like, I'm done with wearing masks. I'm done with social distancing. I've just had it. And we all had that. We all have that feeling. And so coming out of COVID, we're feeling that. So I was trying to think, you know, Kate and I were like, what did, let's see, how did we get here? Because we're feeling so defeated, especially around Easter time. And we went through everything that we've tried to do. We, we did these online tables. We did online um, a Good Friday service with Zoom. Mm-hmm. We did um, some outdoor gatherings here. We got rained out three times, I think, which was driving all of us nuts, especially Connor. Um, <laughs> And then we um, had these women worship nights and men worship nights because we're trying to figure out, like, we can't have babysitters because it's COVID and no one's supposed to see our kids. Right. And so we did that. And then we did, like, a drive-in for Christmas, a drive-in movie, and we did all these things. And then right after Christmas, our daughter, Ellie, uh, really took a turn for the worse and really never recovered. So we were out of commission that brought us Mm -hmm. to Easter. And so we tried a lot of things, and some things... It was just trying to like, all right, let's keep connectivity. Let's keep the church going. Well, and I think it's not, even to back up a little before that, I think one thing that I'm realizing is in many ways, we're like a baby church still. We're like a toddler church, you know, like we're I just a couple years. I would say And I feel like, you know, things just like, you know, when a, when a baby is born and is first taken off, they change really quickly. And I think the first couple of years of Fireside, we were kind of growing and adapting and trying to figure out who we were together and, and who's, who's a part of our community and what is God doing. And, and we're adapting to things as they come along. Mm-hmm. And so there were a lot of moving parts in the beginning. And then when you add this on the heels of that, I think, I think that was really interesting timing for us in the life of our church as a whole, because we didn't have these things that we've done for so long that could just kind of carry through. We were still developing so much of it that it felt hard to know, like, how do we keep momentum going now? And so I think that played a big part in in all of it, too. Absolutely. It felt like every single month we were planting a new church yes it was like for for those that were around at the what was it the fall of 2018 when fireside was just starting we were like where are we gonna meet in the library yeah we We, met at the library and the community center and byfield we're like where are we and it kind of felt like we were starting fresh every month in covid and then the winter hit and yeah we just And I think a big, don't you guys feel like, I mean, now reconnecting with people, I can see, 
I think the thing that went a long way and one of the things that we were really trying to do was just to keep people connected. It was just like, what, what can we do to keep people connected when we're not together? Or especially in the beginning when it was like, they kind of had you thinking like, if you even make eye contact with someone, you could get sick. I mean, it was just so extreme in the beginning. And so like Connor, like you getting worship team members together and like being outside in the snow, leading worship on the live stream. Or I, I, I remember people saying like, oh, it was so good to see, you know, Christine or Joey. Like even just the ways that we could bring people into those live streams to see each other's faces when they did the announcements mm. or they did a welcome. I feel like that was just kind of a, like, how can we just keep people seeing faces? And, and it, it got old after a while. You know, church isn't meant to be online. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for us, you know, as we lead, you know, Fireside, the question that we kept asking ourselves is like, um, have we failed Fireside? And that's one of the things that made me go back and I wrote everything on paper. Like, this is what we try. This is why we tried it. And I think at the end of the day, and this is for everyone, it's like as long as you're doing what you can, what you can control, and if you feel like, I am giving it everything, what God has given me the strength to do. You really have no control over that outcome, you know. So when things are out of your control, you can only control what you can control. And when you're controlling that, you can't control the uncontrollable. And COVID and pandemic is uncontrollable. I, I totally follow everything you just said perfectly. <laughs> what I'm saying is that all you can do is what God has given you to do. Yeah. And what God does with that is in his control. Yeah. And for me and Kate, as we looked at what we've tried, I can honestly say, like, we did the best that we could. And I think that was hard that even that seemed like it wasn't enough. Right. And I'm sure everyone's feeling like that mm-hmm. in, in a COVID world that, like, whether it's relationships, whether it's your job, your work, school, whatever it may be is that as long as you can say, you know what, God has given me this to do and I'm doing it and I just got to trust in him. And I believe with the sun shining and it's getting warmer, like we're seeing God's faithfulness more and more every day Mm. and his provisions and how he is doing something. He has been at work. But Mm. when you're in the midst of it, it, it's hard. Well, and I'm just thinking, I remember this because I preached it, but our last sermon before we closed, closed down for COVID was on feeding the 5,000 and that God would break something and multiply it. And that would we surrender what little we had or, or what we thought was not enough. And I felt like that ended up feeling like very much a theme of that whole year was just like, I don't, this doesn't feel like nearly mm. enough. So God, will you just do something with this? Will you just, will you just multiply this? And I feel like he sustained us. The fact that he sustained us as a church in the ways that he did for me feel really incredible. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I, I really appreciate this conversation looking back because I resonate. And I think a lot of people resonate with that feeling of, of like feeling like you failed Mm. uh, during COVID. And I think a lot of us, myself included, are kind of hesitant to like think about the last year or look back. And we're just kind of like 
in survival mode in the moment or just longing towards this like one day. <laughs> right, right. And uh, yeah, but it's it's really helpful to look back and say, okay, it wasn't all bad. And we really did try some things and we did have some mm-hmm. victories as is evident by, you know, as we've been doing some, some worship nights here with, with some of the tables, we're seeing all these people who are like, yeah, I joined the church yeah. two weeks before COVID or in the middle of COVID and they feel involved in the church, much to all of our surprise. Right. And, um, yeah, I think that just points to like, uh, an awesome spiritual practice of being thankful, looking back, remembering mm-hmm. what God has done, thinking about the prayers that he's answered, thinking about the times he's been faithful. And it's so easy to just forget that and just keep trudging along and yeah. harp on the, maybe the prayers, it doesn't feel like he answered or the things that didn't go the way we wanted. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, I think we're all fighting, you know, the, the insecurity and the fear of failure mm. and the hurt. Um, and we're going to talk more about that in, uh, our next episode. Um, but we just kind of looked at where we've been. So I'd like to talk about now, uh, where is Fireside going? I think a lot of people yeah, <laughs> have yeah. that that's, question. That's what a is this more church? fun question. Where is it going? What yeah. are we doing? Yeah. Are we it's just going to meet in the field forever? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. We, we've been talking about this a lot and, and through conversation it's been affirmed that I think we all want to know that question. And so we kind of put together literally this morning a mm. three-part thing that I feel like we want to get out to all you guys. But I think the first step as we come out of this is that we need to reconnect. That we've been in a period where connection has been lost. Um, is there still a church? Is there a group of people trying to follow Jesus together? What does that look like? And I think once you have distance from something, you kind of start forming your own like image of what they were, some great, some bad, you know? Yeah. And what I find is once you see other people and once you like gather, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I, I remember how great this is. And so we want to start with in June, in July, and into August, the theme is reconnection. And what we're going to do is we're going to continue meeting at Salisbury Elementary School. We'll probably stay outside until the school is done. There is a possibility of going inside, but we don't want to plan on that now for the summer. They believe that in the fall, we most likely, unless something dramatically changes, um, we will go inside. But we have that little spot in the woods that we'll be continuing to meet on Sundays. And we also want to have uh, tables meet. And we're not going to relaunch new tables just yet, but we want the old tables to kind of gather more at a connection time. So I know like tonight, as, as we record this, there's a table meeting at the beach for a sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other tables are going to be gathering throughout the weeks. And so we're asking tables to continue to do that. We also want to do Wednesday worship. So if you were in a table and came to our house on a Wednesday night for worship, we are going to continue that, but it's not going to be table specific. It's going to be for anyone, anyone who wants to show up and worship and pray and connect. Um, We're going to try to be better hosts and have maybe like something. Yeah. Sorry if you came to our house and we did not give you like even a bottle of water or anything. (laughs) We we realized this lately. We're like, we're We're bad hosts. We really slacked on that. Yeah. (laughs) 
So we want to do that on Wednesday nights, and that's going to go through uh, the summer as well. And then we also want to do this one last thing of, uh, um, I'm calling it summer side, which doesn't, I think it's a made up word. Is that made up word? Definitely made yeah, up. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> where they're just kind of a, a few events throughout the summer where we can just gather and connect, um, whether it's at someone's pool, at a beach, um, and we just would advertise it and people would sign up and just kind of show up. We understand that a lot of people are going to be traveling, their rhythms are all over the place. And so through from June to August, we just want to say this is our time to reconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, Fireside Kids is going to start up, hopefully get online as well. And then from in August and early September, we want to start to rethink things. Mm-hmm. So we want to rethink. And that's going to be getting some of our teams together, uh, rethink what tables will be looking like. So get our hosts together, mm-hmm. our Fireside Kids leaders together uh our generosity team we have a team that kind of looks at um so 10 percent of everything that comes into fireside we try to let it go out to the community into the world and um figure what that looks like our finance team uh what that looks like and so we just want to rethink everything um who could do what where's god calling different people and then in september and october we're calling it relaunch and we just want to relaunch rhythms and so we want to do mm. a guys group like uh, last year we had a, a, a before covid we did like a bible study we want to do a woman's group um that just is connection but also dives deeper into the word um, we want to do a mom's group of some sort we want to have tables and then we're going to launch a thing called cruise um and, and uh, Kate and I have been talking about this for yeah, a long time. Yeah, just this need for like, you know, in talking about discipleship and so much of of just who we are as a church is wanting to make disciples. Disciples who make disciples is something we say a lot. And mm. so what does that look like? And, and that's, we believe, takes place in, best in the context of relationship, in kind of in a rhythm, in a in a smaller setting where... You're with people who know you and that you can hear from God from and that you can pray with. And so um, it's going to look something like, you know, two, three, four people getting together on a regular basis um, to just pursue that on a deeper level. And that's something we're really excited about getting going and and seeing what happens with that. And we want to start, you know, Fireside Students, you know, Mm -hmm. um, 6th to 12th graders, probably split middle and high school um, and we're going to continue our Fireside Sunday gatherings, and hopefully we'll be inside. <laughs> um, if not, we'll still continue outside. So the three things are, you know, you know, June, July, August is reconnect. August, September is rethink. And September, October is relaunch. And that's kind of what we believe our path is forward. Mm. I think it's good, like, you know, when you were saying, when you were sharing these words with us, I feel like, you know, when I think about reconnect for us as a church, our foundation of relationships has always been kind of the soil, I think, that things have come out of. Yeah. And so it makes a lot of sense to me that 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 foundation needs to be there before we rethink. So just we see we see each other, we, we reestablish, you know, relationships and things like that. And the rethinking part, I think. I know, I don't know about you guys. I've just heard this a lot of like, we don't want to just go back to doing the things we did before. We don't want to just assume that everything we were doing before COVID is just like, okay, let's just pick it up and pick up where we left off. I think the rethinking is more like 
you know, this is our vision and mission as a church, but what does this look like now? And mm. um, what have we learned as much as all these things that were hard? What have we learned during COVID that we don't want to lose, that we want to keep um, thinking about or doing? So the rethink is kind of a, in light of all that we know now. Mm. What and who we, is God calling to lead some of these things? Yeah, yeah. that's and good. And so I think that we say, hey, you know, we as, a, as leaders of the church, we see a need for 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 women to go go deeper and it has to be off business hours because a lot of women are working and and we've just seen god provide in so many ways and we're just praying that you know there'll be someone who's like you know what you know as we're reconnecting i'm thinking like my heart is for this Mm -hmm. and i i think that's going to happen with students um with tables with men um, with kids and, and all the above. And so as we reconnect and we have these discussions, and, and if you're listening and you're part of Fireside, like ask God, like, where are you calling me to kind of relaunch in yeah. the season? And um, if you, maybe you will hear this sermon before, but I'm going to preach on being a contributor versus consumer. So we're going to dive into this pretty heavily, but ask God that and watch how God will sustain you and fill you up. And so as we reconnect, we're looking for people to help us relaunch. Mm. Yeah, and as you're saying the the rethink, I think rethinking has kind of been the the gift of of COVID. Yeah. And I think even personally it's made us all kind of have to rethink kind of how we live our lives and all right, not being as busy pretty nice having yeah. a little more margin right. in our lives hey that's good like how do i carry that in man not seeing anyone ever that was not good yeah <laughs> yeah how do i value community more yeah um so yeah so i think that that's kind of the space we're all in so we're mm-hmm. we're trying to think like that as a church how do we how do we move forward and i think there's still in in that 3 in that reconnect, rethink, relaunch, there's still a lot of unknown. Yes. Right. But we have some, we, we have a little bit of a plan forward. Right. And I think that's all we can, we can ever gonna, hope for. And we're going to celebrate, <laughs> you know, we just counted eight babies that were born in the last year and a half. And so we're wow. going to hopefully have a summer baby dedication. Uh, we have people who want to get baptized and we are hoping to do a baptism. Um, we're strugg- we're trying to figure out our polity, our leadership. Like we we've had a lot of thought, and we have documents down. And now we think, all right, now is the time to kind of start launching them. Mm-hmm. And as yeah. we launch that, uh, we want to get some input and people in place to help guide that launching. And so part of our relaunch plan, hopefully, will be what is we want to call partnership. But if you grew up in the church, you probably heard the name membership. And and the, the authority of the church actually lies with the people. Mm-hmm. And so as a partner, you can vote um, for uh, and give input on um, where God is leading our church. And so those are all part of the relaunch process. But you just don't want to relaunch something without thinking through it. <laughs> right. The spirit has to speak and there is wisdom there. And our job is to be intentional about listening and obeying. And that's what the summer is going to be doing for us, we hope. Um, but as we've learned, all timetables hold very loosely. <laughs> and so here's our vision. Here's our hope. And we just kind of um, do the best we can to do it on the timeliest matter we can. Mm. 
So we're talking about, we, we've talked about a lot of different things that we're wanting to, you know, move forward with baptisms and crews and worship nights and reconnecting and Summerside. Summerside. We might have to start Summerside. like an, an Andy Fireside Conversations <laughs> Like a dictionary. little Andy dictionary, yeah. Like you look it up, Andy like Bauer fireside dictionary. summer events. So yeah. boom, we'll, yeah. s- we'll start a dictionary if that's this good. podcast lasts. Um, but yeah, so that's a lot of kind of the different things that we're wanting to launch forward. Um, but let's kind of hone it in and talk about kind of our our mission mm. overall as a church, the the mission that's leading everything. And speaking of things that came out of fireside not fireside COVID things that yeah. came out of COVID partway through COVID. We, we actually changed our mission statement. Kate, do you want to talk about yeah. that a little? I mean, we, I, I, when we first started fireside, our mission statement was um, to love God, to love people and to help others do the same. And yep. the heart behind that is absolutely still true and there and we still it, believe it. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely what we want to do. And, we just kind of were rethinking again, like as we grow as a church and think about who we are as a church and the just more from a language standpoint, we kind of came up with the statement to follow Jesus together. And each one of those words is so mm. heavy in terms of what it means to really follow Jesus. And, and um, we spent a lot of our live streams during COVID talking about like, what does it mean when Jesus says to follow him, and I know Andy's got some sermons coming up about this too. Like, what does it mean to um, really follow Jesus um, and then to do it together in not in isolation, but in community, in relationship. Um, and we just felt like that was really lining up with, with who we were as a church and who we want to be more um, as we go forward. And following following Jesus is such a loaded term, which mm-hmm. is so great because it really encompasses everything. It really does, right? And so, like people are like, well, are you a church that wants to help the poor? Follow Jesus. Jesus helped the poor, right? Yeah. Aren't you a church that wants to dive into the follow Jesus? That's what he did. So, yeah. I, as we keeping things simple, but yet very like you know deep at the same time. Like following Jesus is encompassing what it means to be a believer in Christ. And we want to do that mm-hmm. together, and that's keeping each other accountable, helping other people follow Jesus. So when someone sees that they're not treating people well, they're not like that. We could support them and, and love them and help them. And so Kate kind of changed that on me without even me knowing, and she was kind of like, like giving me a little. I just hi, planted hi. little. Connor and I schemed, yeah. <laughs> and and then we planted little seeds until one day Andy was like, "I know what we should do." I opened up <laughs> the website. Was, I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> everything was this like longer statement, which which is great. Like, I mean, it's not like a paragraph, but like, yeah, love God, love people, help others do the same. Right. It was like it felt so clunky, and all these things that we felt like were really good. It was like took a lot of breath, yeah, and. Follow Jesus together was just, it says so much on like on a surface level, mm-hmm. on a deep theological level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our our faith starts and ends with, with Jesus. Jesus yeah. is like the foundation of our faith, the death and resurrection. That's what our whole faith is built on and everything mm-hmm. flows out from there. Yeah. And we want to be a community of people trying to, trying to follow Jesus. Jesus and the the example he set and and we we believe that 
you know, salvation is in him. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I love that. Mm. Follow Jesus together. And it also, I think, admits that, you know, we're not the ones with the answers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully that's no clear pressure. on this podcast. Yeah, right. That, <laughs> <laughs> that we don't have the answers. We're not asking you to, you know, come under, you know, follow us directly right. at least. Right. But right. that we're all together trying to follow Jesus and we're all going to miss that in certain ways. But hopefully as a community, we can mm. encourage each other towards that. So, yeah. Follow Jesus together. Yes. This is uh, this is our, our our first podcast, Fireside Conversations. Uh, hopefully, it was uh, you guys could follow along. <laughs> we talked about a lot of things. Uh, hopefully, you liked it. We're wanting to do more of these, mm-hmm. and have a great day. <laughs>